Hello and welcome, my beloved Heart to Heart family. Welcome to Heart to Heart and welcome to 2024. This is a year to expect more. We have a lot to look forward to this year. And be thankful for last year. We made it through. We came to today. Hallelujah. All right. You know what I'd like to do, family and friends? I'd like to make this a moment of poetry. You see, I just celebrated my 34th anniversary with my darling, Yahusha, whom I used to call Jesus. I can't believe it is 34 years. So I wanted to do something special for him on our anniversary. I mean, he's always doing something for me. He's kept me. He feeds me. He clothes me. He loves me. He blesses me. He uses me. So, I wrote this poem. January 11th, 2024. My 34th anniversary with my darling. And I wrote this poem early that morning, about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, which is about the time I asked him to take me, take my life, take me. I, I surrendered to him. Wow. In one way, it seems like yesterday, and in another way, it seems like a long, long time. Anyway, let me clear my throat. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me read the poem. Happy anniversary, darling. Happy anniversary, darling. I can't believe it's been 34 years since the night I cried out to you in desperation and tears. You heard me and let me know how much you cared. I didn't have to go looking for you, darling. You were already with me already there. I thank you for Minister Bill Hudson. You really used him in my life. You sent him to me when I was in darkness to lead me to the light. To the light of the world when I was blind and could not see. To the rock of my salvation so you could deliver, save, and use me. I didn't have a clue of how important I was to you. You wouldn't leave me in my iniquity. Instead, you called me, cleansed me, and set me free. I'll never forget that day I had an uncontrollable urge to buy a card. Whose anniversary was it, I thought. I didn't realize it was ours. Happy anniversary, darling. And this time you didn't have to remind me. You didn't have to send Sasha to tell me it was our anniversary. My darling, I'm so grateful you kept me, preserved me, and allowed me to see another precious year to celebrate our 34th anniversary. Happy anniversary, my darling, Yahusha, my Savior, whom I used to call Jesus. Hallelujah. All praises be to you, Almighty Yah, our Heavenly Father. Ah. <sighs> 
you know, beloved family, this this is true. I mean, there was the first year, our first anniversary, you know, when I had given my life to him, I was on my way home. I was living on Golden Gate and Fillmore in San Francisco. And there is a there was a, a drugstore underneath um, the apartment building. You know, they sold things and they had um, anniversary cards, birthday cards. And I was walking by and going, getting ready to go into my apartment. And this earth say, go buy an anniversary card. I'm thinking, why would I buy an anniversary card? I don't know anybody's anniversary. I ignored it. And it's like it wouldn't let me move. Buy an anniversary card. And I kept resisting. I must, I must have been 15, 20 minutes of resisting. <laughs> and I just finally went in and looking and let the urge or the voice, whatever it was that was guiding me, I thought, lead me to the one. And I picked a card and I'm going to pay for it. I think it was, it was a few dollars, you know, thinking, why am I buying this? Who am I going to give it to? I felt so stupid. And I got in line and I paid for it. And I went up in my apartment. I was just sitting there looking at it. Why did I do this? I could not figure it out. And a little little later, my dear friend and and sister, then I used to say sister in Christ, my sister in the faith, came. Uh, Her name was Nicole, but he changed her name to Sasha as he changed mine to Alicia. And I said, Sasha, I can't understand why I bought this anniversary card. I, I couldn't help but to buy it. She just smiled. She said, it's because it's your anniversary with God. It's your one-year anniversary. I'm like, no. She said, yeah. And she was absolutely right. It was my one-year anniversary with him. Do you see how real he is? Do you see how loving, I mean, and how romantic that was? He wanted me to know this is our anniversary. I was so in love with him, beloved. My family thought I was crazy. You know, uh, it, most people, when, when you're really in love with him, but he was doing, he was talking to me. I was seeing miracles. I mean, we were so close. And I say again, when he's really real to you, beloved, he can and will be really real for you. How loving. And I just, I said, oh, I'm so sorry. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, dear. See, this year he did not have to remind me. And um, when I mentioned Minister Bill Hudson, that's true. When I was managing our family store, it was a grocery and liquor store at that time. In the, and, had, uh, and candy store, believe it or not. And Minister Bill Hudson came in. And when I found out he was a minister, I would ask him question after question. I wouldn't, I, you know, I because I had left my band at that time and walked away from a relationship, a 17-year, 17, 17 almost 18-year relationship, starting over. And he would just, he would stay there for some time. I'd keep him there 40, 50 minutes while I was working. You know, since I was managing, sometimes I'd be there 12 hours. You know, family story, story you know, and... Uh, he just kept coming. He would answer everything. My brother-in-law was getting upset. No praying in my store. He he went to happened to go to school with Minister Bill Hudson, and he was saying he was weird. He was crazy. He was. That's what people do when you, when when you really love the Father. They think you're crazy, or when when they're when they don't believe in in God or Yah. Anyway, he 
he was telling him he didn't want him in there. He was, I saw you praying in my store. I saw, I don't want no praying in my store. <laughs> and later he told me I was back for business because people were quitting smoking and and stop drinking. I was praying for people to stop drinking and <laughs> quit smoking, and they were. You know, and they were even they would sell some things that people could buy when they wanted to go get high. You know, so people were coming off drugs and stuff. He did not like that. <laughs> anyway, I get back to Minister Bill Hudson. He's the one who led me there. He and he brought me to the Neighborhood Baptist Church, where I, you know, where I joined that church. And he surprised me. And he was also the one that baptized me. Now I was baptized immersed when I was five years old. But, you know, I didn't know it. And it was early on uh, Easter Monday, Easter morning, sunrise, early sunrise. Ooh, I sure had to break that. <laughs> you know, and uh, and all I remember is that, shoot, I had to get my hair pressed again. My hair, you know, this thick, long hair, and I was tender-headed, and I had to get my hair done all over again. So, you know, five years old, you don't know what you're doing. Uh, so I baptized again when I knew what I was doing. And he surprised me and baptized me. Okay, so that's that. And uh, I don't know if he's still alive or if he's in heaven, but I, I wish I could contact Minister Bill Hudson just to let him know, you know, what, how much, what he put into me. I'm the fruit of his labor. And he would be so happy and surprised to know all the things that Yah, the Father, has done through me and with me and how much he influenced me being there for me, loving me through all everything. He never condemned me. He was just, he was really, he was wonderful. Minister Bill Hudson. <laughs> but not more wonderful than my darling. My darling, he's the one who helped me really get to know my darling. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, now, I'd like to share another poem. These are my two, 2024 poems. <laughs> um, this next one. The idea was conceived on January 7th. The title, Follow Me. I was listening to a message. And it was completed on the 12th, which was yesterday. You know, I, sometimes I just get the title, the idea, maybe a first line, and, and just put it there as a remember, and I wait until I'm inspired by his spirit to write. It's not a long one, but I want to share it with you. Follow Me, written by Alicia Yahoo, conceived January 7th, 2024, completed January 12th, 2024. He said, Follow me when you go through trials, through the valley of the shadow of death. Follow me from this day forward to the last heartbeat until you take your last breath. Follow me when you can't see where to go. You're lost and you don't know what to think or do. When your eyes are cloudy with tears and your vision is gone, just listen. I'm still leading you. Follow me. I am your guide. I am the way, the truth, the life of man. I am your source. So close your eyes and ears to the world. Be still and listen. Then follow the sound of 
my voice. I'm here. Follow me. This poem is for someone listening. He said, follow me. Stop listening to the world. Stop listening to people. Be still. And listen to the sound of his voice. You know, he's always speaking. People say, well, he never talked to me. I don't hear. Oh, but you're wrong. He's talking to you all the time. You just don't listen. You've got so much going on. You're so much, so in tune with the world, you can't hear him. It drowns his voice out. I know, because I've done it. And sometimes I still have to, I do it, I find myself, I don't hear you. And I know, because I have too much going on in my head right now to where I'm blocking you out. He's always speaking. He said, you know, he was always there. I didn't have to ask him to come. We don't have to ask him to come. Oh, Father, come. Be with us. He's wondering, why are you asking me that? When I told you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Are you calling me a liar? Or do you just not know my word? Think about it. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So don't pray, Father, come and be with us today or go with us when we go on this trip. He lives inside of you. Why would you ask him to come when he's already there? And he's been there. (laughs) Okay? All right. Uh, If you don't mind, I'd like to read another one. This one is... This one... I was inspired to write by listening to a powerful message of Pastor Dan Moeller. If, if you, maybe some of you know him. He's the one that mentored or that uh, the father used to bring Todd White to him. You know, I didn't realize how much Todd White has mimicked him or copied him or, I mean, everything. <laughs> he does everything. When I saw Dan Moeller, I was like, Wow. <laughs> You know, he does the yay and the, the growl and everything, just like Dan. But this guy, Dan Muller, is cuckoo for Cocoa Pops. <laughs> That's what, <laughs> he would know what that means because the generation, I love him. He is, and it made me think about how when people thought I was cuckoo, because he's so in love with the father. So is, so is Todd White. He's, and you know, and, and Todd White is, a, he, he's, really sold out to the father. It just freaks me out how much he mimicked uh, Dan Muller. I didn't know how much until I saw Dan. Anyway, (laughs) I don't want to digress. This was written by Alicia Yahoo, a.k.a. Zarina London, January 7th, 2024, about 1 a.m. And as I said, inspired by Dan Muller's message. It's called, He's Not after you. The enemy is not coming after you, church. No, haven't you heard? He's not after you, brothers and sisters. He's after the word. You see, he doesn't want Yah's word planted and hidden in your heart. He wants to rob you of the seed before growth ever starts. We are Yah's garden, and he is the husbandman and our hearts are his soil. 
We are also his lanterns. His word is our precious oil. We are to shine for him like a candle's wick that burns. We are to shine bright in the darkness till the light of the world returns. So, beloved, know this. He's not coming after you. He's coming after the truth. He wants the fertile word of Yah taken before it's able to yield much fruit. So go to church. He don't care. He's not concerned about what you do there. Go ahead, praise, dance, raise flags and banners. It's the word he's after. He fears you being Yah's instrument, his vessel, his salt on the earth. So he tries to rob you of his word before it can ever give birth. You see, if Yah's word is not rooted and grounded in our hearts, the enemy has a way to enter with the intent to destroy us, to rip us apart. Brothers and sisters, you are aware of this. Surely you've heard. The storm rages not against us, but what's being built by the word. So I'll say it again. The enemy doesn't want Yah's word planted and hidden in your heart. He wants to rob you of the seed before growth ever starts. He's not after you. Isn't that deep? That was his message. He was talking about how, and it's true, the enemy comes to rob you of the word. You know, that's when they... You know, give the parable of the sower and the seed, some on stony ground, some on hard ground, some on good soil, some on um, going to where we rocky ground. You know, he comes to steal because, see, he don't, he don't care about you going to church. He don't care about you speaking in tongues. And I'm, you know, I'm sorry. I'm, there is a, 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 there is a, a holy language. I'm going to say holy language. I'll say there are uh, angelic precious language. I know I've spoken it before, but a lot of, I'm, I'm sorry, a lot of this stuff going on today, as Catherine Coleman said, is babble. It's foolishness. You know? And then people are trying to teach somebody. You can't teach. If it's, if you want to say, if it's the Holy Spirit, if, how are you going to teach somebody? Or just copy your neighbor, and then your words will come. Come on. Either he's given it, or he's not. Oh, shoot. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to go there. What was I talking about? Uh, oh. Anyway, how when the word, if you believe the word, it changes you. What does it say? Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of Yah. The Bible says word of God. So if he can rob, take that word before it gets in. He don't care. Jump up and down, praise, go to go to worship night, preach, lead worship, worship team. He don't care. Long as you don't let that word, as David said, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. You know, David loved the word. That's why he was a man after Yah's own heart. The Bible says, man after God's own heart. I used to pray, Father, make me a woman after your heart, my own, your own heart. I didn't realize, I thought it was something he had to give me. No, it's something I have to give him. David was chasing after him. David loved his word. <clears throat> David loved his law, his statutes, his precepts, his testimony. And that's what changed. And, you know, David was in a, this terrible sin. You know, he uh, took, seduced, or I would say raped, because he used his 
position as king to take Bathsheba, although these Bible stories show like it was something they, 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 they called her the bad person. No, she was minding her own business. He sent for her, had her brought to his bedroom, the king. What do you think? So he used his position to take her. I don't care what you say. You can disagree if you want. That was, that's a form of rape. That's, you know, people, girls have been put in that position and people use their power and their position and they didn't want, I mean, they felt like they didn't have a choice, you know? I mean, and this is the king. But they want to talk about her. And he did that, <laughs> you know? And then on top of that, he got her pregnant. And then on top of that, he tried to get her husband to come and sleep with her to cover up his sin. And when he was so devout and so faithful to his king and to, to the to the men he was um, fighting with, he didn't want to, go and live and be luxurious in a luxury life, laying in the bed with his wife and warm and all cuddly. No, he sleep outside. Then David said, okay, well, I'm going to have the man bring a note that he knew he wouldn't read because he was trustworthy, putting him to his own death. And David didn't even repent until he was busted. Till Nathan said, he was like, who is this man? He said, the man is you, David. And that's when he said, that's when it hit him. Up until that, up until then, he he didn't repent. He was busted. But yet, he was a man after Yah's own heart. Now, he paid for that. You know, you reap what you sow. Like he said, the law of reaping, sowing and reaping. Whatever you plant, that's what you're going to get. If you plant tomatoes, you're going to plant tomatoes. You're going to get tomatoes. You're not going to plant tomatoes and get apples. And he planted rape, murder, deceit. And look what happened. His son raped his daughter. <laughs> his own sister, his half-sister. Then her brother killed him because he raped his sister. And then ran away, and then his son was trying to kill him. And Nathan, the prophet, told that will be that that would he would have war in his family. That was what he reaped because of what he sowed. You only get back what you plant. You, you only get what you plant. Think about that. As I was saying, hearts on a, a whole kingdom, food for thought, something to think about, huh? I didn't even mean to go there. I might even have to put this message. <laughs> There's poetry. I may have to put it on the I Hope Kingdom as well. Because I didn't know I was going to talk about some of these things. Anyway. Hang back. The word. The word is so important. And you know, like the part when I say brothers and sisters, you are aware of this. Surely you've heard the storm rages not against you, but what's being built by the word. You know, when they talk about the, the man who built his house on the sand and one built it on the rock, and when the storm came, it blew his house down, you know, the one on the sand. Sometimes we think, people say, the devil is after me. I had somebody say, every time I go out and I do spiritual warfare, then the devil comes after me. Comes after me. He's saying, he's not after you. He's after that, anything that the word, he's after what the word built. Because if you listen and you let it go in your heart, 
and be built on stone, on the rock. And you know who the rock is. Hallelujah. Yahusha, whom you know as Jesus, is the rock. And that's the last thing the enemy wants. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, did I go there? Yes, I did. (laughs) You know, and maybe, I'm sure there are people that don't agree with everything I say. I don't agree with, I don't think there's one person on this earth other than the, the set-apart spirit, Yaru Kadash, that's called Holy Spirit, that I agree with everything I say. So we can agree to disagree, but don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. Pray about it. Just research. Think about it. Maybe, maybe listen to the message more than once. And I believe me, I really, really didn't... Um, tend to go and speak about some things that I did, but I let him lead me. I let him lead me. So, this is a relationship. And whenever you have a relationship, you're going to have disagreements. You know, you don't, you get married, you're going to have disagreements sometimes. Are you going to just walk away from the marriage because you guys don't agree on this? I'm saying, so don't walk away from, from the podcast because you may not agree with things I say. There are a lot you may agree with. And uh, what I do is I glean. I, I get something. You know, I, I love Dan Moore and I love Todd White. And I agree with a lot of things they say. Some things I don't. But what I am getting, I take what I, what Yah gives me and I use it and plant it. It grows, you know, and I glean from some, this person. You know, you can uh, you can get a lot from different. You know, diff- there are different speakers that are really teaching the truth and love. I know one thing: they love. They love what I admire, what I envy. It's the love they have, not just the love for the Father, but the love they have for people, for the for the lost. You can't offend them. Like the word says. Great peace have they who love your law, your thura, your law. And nothing, and nothing shall offend them. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? And it's true. Oh, okay. Well, I see. The little one, little Teddy's still here. He's still with me. He's he said, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and uh, anyway, until we meet again, beloved, remember, get in the Word. Let's get in the Word. And let the Word, hide the Word in your heart that you might not sin against Him. You know? And you say, he will keep you in perfect peace. Those that love his word. Because you trust in him. You know, we can't, I can't say enough. The word, and I'm speaking to myself too. And stay with me. All right? We love you and we need you here. You know, we've been through a lot. <laughs> You've been through a lot with me, whether you know it or not. Trials and tribulations and 
disappointments, fighting discouragement, still pay. Persevere. We persevere. We endure and we persevere. Just like the scripture says, Yahuwah endures forever. The Bible says the Lord endures forever. (laughs) He's prepared his throne for judgment. He will judge the world in in righteousness. He will minister judgment to the people in uprightness. All right, beloved. Until we meet again, Yah willing, of course. Shalom. Yah's peace be with you.